Hey y'all, quick note. While My Hero Academia was created for kids, this podcast is not safe for work or children. All trigger warnings and spoilers for each episode can be found at our website, myheroanalysis.com. Thanks for listening. Hey y'all, this is My Hero Analysis, a podcast about My Hero Academia, aka Boku no Hero Academia. We are three grown adults who mind Japanese children's cartoons for serotonin because God knows our brains aren't making it naturally, especially when our computers are entering senescence. <laughs> Nicole's having computer trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm not having trouble. Microsoft is giving me trouble. Okay, fair. Fair. That's that's all Microsoft ever does these days. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, I'm Fern. Hi, y'all. Um, <laughs> I am doing shockingly well lately, knock on wood, although it is incredibly hot today and it will continue to be incredibly hot for another couple days. So um, we're struggling with that, but I finally got a new fan because my box fan that I've had for like 20 years finally broke. So that's impressive. Was it like one of those white ones with the little feet? Yep. 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 Incredibly basic. Yep. It probably wasn't 20 years, but it was a really long time. It was probably 20 years in fan time. That's true. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm Nicole. I I will have no part in whatever fate jinxing Fern is currently doing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I will just say that I am I am deep into tears of the kingdom i am officially a link slash legend of zelda bitch it's it's bad y'all like i play for hours every day i just got my fourth like party member or avatar whatever whatever the fuck um including my husband who i got second because i didn't know i had to i didn't i didn't know that i didn't have to go in a certain order <laughs> also it is it is pride happy pride i i don't know why we're recording what why is why microsoft what the fuck Are, okay <laughs> happy pride nicole's having a meltdown <laughs> i'm okay we're okay they're there hey y'all it's maria and i am tired uh yep that's me well i came back from a trip on tuesday night Slash Wednesday morning? I don't know. Time is irrelevant. Uh, So, and I'm recovering only to prep for another trip in a couple of days, but I'm excited because I get to see Fern's beautiful face. Hell yeah. Fern's, or not Fern, Maria's coming to Chicago. (laughs) I am. But yeah, I'm a menace to myself. Go to Mm -hmm. bed. (laughs) Bed is for the week. (laughs) Go to bed. So Maria, what's your recording snack? So I have squirt, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I have zebra cake, Ooh. and I I have hot rods. Oh my god, that sounds so fucking good! Okay. I want all three of those immediately. Okay, I I know you said zebra cake, uh, but my my stupid auditory non processing ears thought you said beaver cake. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Pride! (laughs) Beaver cake and squirt. Yes. (laughs) I mean, yeah, happy Pride. Happy Pride. We're just going to keep 
saying it. Just like last year, I think we also recorded on June first, and we just probably. So. <laughs> I'm kind of glad we ended up recording on today. Yeah. Oh, me thank too. God. Yeah. Yesterday was not it. No. <laughs> no. Sure wasn't. So, do we have any news? No, we don't have any news. We know nothing about nothing, except if you are t- tuning into the leaks, which I am trying to avoid. I've seen surprisingly few this week, which is interesting. I think it's because everyone in my timeline is still freaking out about Toga art, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. My TikTok is just overrun with uh, (laughs) Tears of the Kingdom, so that (laughs) might be why. Um, I... I did not know anything until my eyes skimmed over a comment from one of our listeners on Instagram. And I love them. <laughs> they spoil me every week. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yeah, we that. got a couple emails. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, we got emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have not read them yet because I'm pretty sure they're spoilery. But Sunday afternoon, I look forward to those. <laughs> Sunday afternoon is now <laughs> inbox day. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. I'm really glad we finally figured out the inbox because none of us remembered. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this week we are covering episode 13 of My Hero Academia season three, moving into dorms, which in the manga is the last part of chapter 97 through the first part of chapter 99. So I will lead us through a very quick synopsis then hand it over to Maria for her science corner, and then Nicole will jump in for discussion topics, manga differences, and Easter eggs. And then we will wrap up the episode with our big spoiler section. And today's synopsis is, again, as short as I could possibly make it so that we can get to the good shit, aka we're going to spend like 80% of this episode raiding the kids' rooms and deciding who should have actually won the decoration contest. And yes, there will be roasting. We love these children. They're very talented. Mm -hmm. Most of them don't know anything about interior design. Nope, nope. I was specifically instructed to preserve my energy so that I could Mm -hmm. roast these children, and I am so ready. Yes. So getting into the synopsis. Izuku and all the other Class 1A kids get permission to move into the UA dorms, and Nezu reveals to the audience that these dorms are dual-purpose. A, they keep the kids safe and make it easier, and B, make it easier to monitor their movements and see if one of them is the UA traitor, because we have not actually let go of that. No, it actually actually continues. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. And Aizawa reminds the kids um, that if they need to print, they blah. Oh my God, I can't read today. Happy Pride. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Pride. Everything, even the smallest inconvenience is homophobic. Homophobic. Uh Uh I was was already doing that yesterday at work. I was like, (laughs) somebody would say something, like not even bad or unfortunate. And I would say... on this Pride Eve, no, homophobic. No, mm-hmm. not allowed. Correct. You have to, basically. Yeah. So, Aizawa reminds the kids that they still need to prep for the provisional license exam, which is what they were supposed to be doing during the <laughs> camp arc. It's what they were supposed to be doing when everyone was traumatized. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kiddos, you still have to take a test. Um, so then he chews out everyone for the rescue, even the kids that weren't involved because nobody tattled, which 
I mean, I, yeah, he had to do it. He's the teacher, but also snitches get stitches. So. Yeah, yeah. I feel like teacher Aizawa had to do it, but inside, like, Aizawa Eraserhead was like, I'm proud of y'all for not snitching. Mm-hmm. So Katsuki pays Ejiro back for the night vision goggles that he lost during the rescue. Don't worry, we'll get to it. And then the kids get settled. Yeah, also in this moment, um, Aizawa did some sort of weird self-drag in that he, he like, dragged the school board or whatever the Japanese equivalent is for taking the option that he apparently saw as a shortcut that was actually just keeping himself and Vlad King employed on the payroll there instead of firing them as he apparently thinks he should they should have <laughs> he wanted to get in- expelled and they did not expel him and he, <laughs> he wants to be fired so bad so badly he wants to go home and nap <laughs> so after the kids get settled the girls decide um just ignoring everyone else's naysaying that they're gonna have a dorm decoration contest so that they can like spy on everyone's rooms Uh, And Sato wins, mostly because he bribed the judges with cake. So we are going to pick our own winner. And then the episode ends with Sue pulling the Bakugo bodyguard boy band aside um, so they can, like, clear the air about running off to save Katsuki and then start this new phase of their lives off on the right foot. And we will get to that, too. (laughs) 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 Um, So now it's Time for Maria's science corner. So there's no actual science this time. Um, I need to clear my throat for this. But I'm going to make this the purple, purple, bitch-ass graveyard segment. Yes. It has been so long since I've had to make one of these. But any time the fucking eyesore bitch popped up, I just kept adding to it. For the entire time that Satan's left testicle was absolute disgust itself. He will be added needles into his skin on the back before ever getting into the trash can grave so that he may never quite be able to reach them with his creepy ass hands. And all the needles will be tiny needles that hover right above the skin, much like how splinters work. You know what? Let's add some splinters to his fingers while we're at it. Bunking Oompa Loompa Purple Fucker. Fucker. he rot. In health, 666 underground floor. Oh my god, good job. That was amazing. I, I, didn't, I didn't see Oopa Loopa Purple Puke Ass Fucker before we got to it. You're welcome. Oh, that was beautiful. That was so good. Good job. Good job. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you. All right, so we are going to pivot into slightly more serious waters for just a second. And we're going to start with uh, the question of why weren't dorms already a thing? Yeah, because like, okay, first of all, we know Nezu has the money, right? And like half of these kids are traveling from all over the country And they're either commuting long distances or paying out of pocket for temporary housing nearby. And we have canon proof that this is a major issue for poorer students. See Ochako. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So there are sometimes outside schooling, outside housing for schools that are provided for the students in Japan. Also, up until this point, it hadn't quite been a priority. So there is that to take into consideration. 
Sure. Well, I am not letting him off the hook because I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's so smart, but he's so dumb. Like, where is your social awareness, Nezu? Where? It, his social awareness, uh, it's all in his rat cage because he's a rat. And I'm I'm still don't really like him, like, as <laughs> a character. Like, even even up to where we are in the in the manga. Like, it, would you just say, yes, this, this should have been a thing from the beginning. I agree. And he's a rat, metaphorically <laughs> and literally. <laughs> anyway uh next we're going to talk about how katsuki pays eijiro back for the night vision goggles Kiribaku shippers make some noise it was so sweet and like honestly in another world this being some terrible terrible world that just for whatever reason, did not have Deku in it, or just an AU where Deku moved to the States with his dad. <laughs> That's also a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, they Kiribaku would have made a beautiful, perfect couple. Yes. Yes, really? yes. It was truly a great Kiribaku moment. Uh, for real. Like, okay, also. Katsuki having consideration for another person's loss and then finding a way to thank them, even though he's too emotionally constipated to say it out loud and does it in the douchiest way possible. Like, mm, our boy makes a tiny smidge of progress. We love to see it. Okay, but but also with, with the emotional constipation, um, saying things out loud is hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard. It even is. When you're it 30. <laughs> Well, we are proud of our boy. Also, I kind of wish we'd gotten to see Izuku's reaction because as far as I could tell, like he didn't even see this happening. Um, But if he had noticed, I could see it going one of two ways. Um, So like either getting like sad and frustrated, like kind of jealous that he's having a harder time being Katsuki's friend than Kirishima is, or just like skipping over all the angst and jumping straight into like immediate simp mode and just being thrilled at the progress like we are yeah yeah it's it's definitely the second because kachan can <laughs> kachan can do no wrong in izuku's eyes ever a second emotion your honor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. izuku simp doria yep yep mm-hmm and then also sweet baby Kiri using the money to buy everyone food as like an apology gesture was so cute. He is such a good boy. I love him forever. Yeah, he is the best. Also, I do love that Kazuki was somehow able to distract the class from his emotional moment and cheer them up after Aizawa just dragged everyone by doing whatever he did to Denki behind the bushes. We will never know. We still don't know. Right? That was so <laughs> fucking weird. Why did he have to do it behind the bushes? I think like, he kissed him. He might have. We know how gay he is. Uh, <laughs> but, like, he, he is efficient. Let's let's just put it at that. Kiss Denki. Cheer up Kirishima. Cheer up everyone in the class. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he was like, I got too many emotions to be dealing with everybody else having emotions. Yes, that. <laughs> that's him all over. All right. And and then next, we're, we're, we're just going to talk about Ochako. Yes, yes, we are, because I love her a lot, too. And her going like a mansion and like passing the fuck out with the freaking nosebleed. Like, 
over and over again. I thought it was absolutely hysterical. I was having a great time. That was an excellent bit, in my opinion. But then, like, also, she really had, like, some shining moments this episode. Like, she's just so sweet and kind and thoughtful and always considerate of her friends and brave and funny. And I love her. See, I was just going to say she was being a little dramatic, but okay. <laughs> I see where you're coming from. She, 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 it's fine. <laughs> yeah, she is what I think of. This is nice. South. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That's her all over. Yep. Yep. That's her. All right. Um. Next, uh, it was a question that Fern had, but then they did not answer it. <laughs> the question was, like, do we want to talk about how the, like, rooms are laid out and how they're all, like, next to each other? Oh, no. I was talking about, like, who's, like, grouped together on the same floor, like, people who are next door neighbors, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. We, we don't really... We'll get to it when we get to the cheese episode. How about that? Sounds good. Sounds okay. good. Cheese! <laughs> um, and my response to that, completely misunderstanding the assignment, obviously, um, I had to answer that, no, we don't need to talk about that, but we do need to talk about how Kirishima dragged Ida with his comment, so you never relax, do you? And I died. <laughs> no, he does not, sweet boy. No, he does not. <laughs> yep, yep. He, he, he's just always like that poor dear um also there is technically a lot of wasted space with the like room assignments like there's enough room for double the current occupancy so like why why is that why have, Ooh, I have questions that's an easter egg everyone take note of that sure i <laughs> i don't know what easter egg you're referring to can, so can you add it to the notes <laughs> i will do that later because i am reading the notes off my phone okay (laughs) oh my god fork what'd he do he just made the loudest noise ever as he jumped up into his cat tree and now he's staring at me sir he's He's very prophesying our doom he's mad i haven't given him dinner yet (laughs) or that All right, we're going to get into it. Uh, Dorm rating redo, where we are going to properly judge and roast these children's um, decorating instincts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And of course, we're going to start with sweet little dumb baby Izuku. Oh, God. Poor sweet Izuku. Uh, I'm giving his room a two out of ten. Like, I'm sorry. I love him so much. That is a stalker shrine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he gets two points instead of zero purely because A, he clearly didn't think anyone else was going to see it. And B, the girls just barged in even after he asked them not to. So he gets sympathy points. He, he, get, he gets none from me. I gave him... <laughs> I gave him zero out of 10, and my only comment was that he should keep that shit in his closet like Helga Pataki does. I don't know who that is. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Hey, Arnold. Arnold. Oh. Helga. Yeah, Helga. Helga. <laughs> okay. Yes. We yes. Helga. Oh, my God. Look, I haven't watched Hey Arnold in that no. literally 20 years that actually. doesn't matter so. oh, well actually it does matter because there was like an an episode recently where they like wrapped everything up and it was gay why didn't you watch it what the fuck are you talking about i've never heard of that i'm going to find it and send it to you granted it is now a few years old because i now remember watching it with my dead dad it's fine um <laughs> oh boy 
I'm going to send it to you though because it was gay, and I'm I'm mad that you didn't know who Helga Pataki was. I do know who she is. You know, I'm not good with names. <laughs> queen Helga. Ah, hell, the queen. Anyways, back to Izuku. I yes. guess. <laughs> I am giving him a 1 out of 10 because boy clearly is a fanboy at heart and he had to put some time and effort into organizing everything. I guess. Sure, sure. But also <laughs> he he knows this person that he now has a shrine to. It is a stalker shrine, not a fan shrine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But also, he has seen his shrine already. So true. True. He's he's gotten a taste. He's gotten a taste. I don't think it would surprise Toshi at all. <laughs> nope. He's like, oh, he just copied his bedroom from home. I see. What a goober. Uh-huh. All right. All right. Anyway, we're going to move along to Tokoyami. Yeah, infinity out of 10. Like, this poor sweet boy. You ignore the mean girls and their rude comments. I love your goth vibes. I love your taste. Absolutely immaculate. And it's perfect for Dark Shadow. Yep, yep. Ditto. Infinity out of 10. Also, I love that Kiri had the same keychain in middle school because he Uh was also a little angsty emo boy. Um, Uh He still is, but... He had a different vibe back then. We'll get to it. Uh, Oh, yes, we will. And also, he gets extra infinity points for his mood lighting. Mm -hmm. Yes, love it. So, my boy had a fucking sword. That already adds so many points. And we love a good skull moment. Also, blackout curtains are necessary in all occasions. I said what I said. And Mm -hmm. you are correct. All right. So with that, we're going to move along to the exact opposite, which is <laughs> Aoyama. Yeah, I went ahead and gave him a four out of ten. It's far too many sparkles and mirrors for me, but I am absolutely obsessed with the suit of armor and the disco ball. I'm still not over the suit of armor in particular. <laughs> Okay, I gave him a 2 out of 10 because uh, I was like, yes to the disco ball, but no to the mirrors. Like, I get it. Yeah, you're the pretty- mirrors are a hard no. It, it, hard no. Like, I get it, Aoyama. You're you're the pretty boy. And also mirrors are good for your laser quirk. But no, sir, you're French. Get some better taste. What What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> I also gave him a 2 out of 10. Too much going on. Disco ball, yes. Also, boy, if his quirk went off, in the middle of the night with all those mirrors <laughs> reflecting right back at him. like He's going to fart and burn down Heights Alliance. <laughs> exactly. Also, no cheese anywhere, which is obviously a travesty. He got to have a cheese board. Where's his cheese? I'm losing it over the laser farts. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. <laughs> That's what the suit of armor is for. It's to protect him from the fire. Sure. Sure. <laughs> he needs a fire extinguisher, at least. <laughs> no, no, he's Aoyama. Obviously, his fire solution is a suit of metal armor. <laughs> <laughs> dying. I'm dying. Okay. Oh. I'm okay. Oh, I'm okay. This is this is amazing. Okay. And and just because we have to do it, uh, great bitch. Oh, God. Negative infinity out of 10. Just fuck your gross ass forever. Go die. And thank Christ we didn't have to see his bedroom. Yeah. Ditto. 
I can't even make a barf noise. <laughs> but yes. Oh, God. All right. Moving along to the exact opposite of the great bitch, Ojiro. Oh, perfect, sweet boy. I'm so sorry. I, well, at first I gave him a zero out of 10 purely because I couldn't tell if there was a mattress protector on his mattress or not. And like just the possibility of there not being one grossed me the fuck out. And I just, I saw black. <laughs> okay, sure. That your your germophobia is valid, I suppose. Uh, uh, my rating was one out of 10 because he's boring. <laughs> Uh, but also, my comeback was that it's probably a new mattress, so I feel like the protector's not technically needed because mattresses do come in their own little protective plastic sh- covering. Maybe. I don't know. It was just boring. <laughs> yeah, I gave him a 2 out of 10. Um, And also, it's probably just a white fitted sheet. Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. Okay, I'll bump I'll bump him up to like a three or four because white sheets are very easy to bleach if they get stains. So yes, sure, sure, yeah, <laughs> that's that's something that high school boys are thinking about. Ojiro would, Ojiro would, sure, I guess. Good <laughs> sweet boy Ojiro would worry about getting his ramen stains out of his sheets, and we're going mm-hmm. to completely bypass all of the terrible jokes I could have made because I'm an adult <laughs> and I'm not going to make them. Anyway, oh, I thought the same thing. Uh, me, me too. But anyways, consider, yeah, he didn't have much color going on. That's why I was like, yeah, that's a white fitted sheet. Anyways, it's functional. And at least he has a TV. He's got True. Sure. A lot of the other people didn't have any. Because <laughs> they stream on their phones. It's fine. Okay. I do love a bedroom TV, though. Yes, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Pickles, you cannot come in the booth. Oh, poor baby. Hello, darling. She lost me and she had to find me. Okay. Aww. Are we good? Are we good now? Go lay down. Go take a nap. Okay. Moving along to Ida. Yes. Five out of 10 because I love all the shelves. I think it's a very efficient use of the space. Um, And I just, I just love shelves. If I could have like floor to ceiling shelves in all of the rooms in my apartment, I would immediately do that. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm. But it is just for books and glasses. Also, I I don't want to think about how much he spends on glasses each semester, considering he has like a hundred pairs of glasses. It's fine. He's rich. He can handle it. Um, <laughs> I give him a four out of 10 because the bookshelves are great. I have no notes for the bookshelves, but I had a problem with the glasses shelves. Like, See, I loved that, actually. No, no. no. Put, put them in a drawer. It's a better storage solution. You don't need to take up that much space for them. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, you can get more books. So, True. Um, also, I think, and I may be wrong because I am a dumb white American bitch, but I'm pretty sure Japan has some version of universal healthcare. So maybe the glasses are some sort of free or some sort of subsidized. But also, he could just get a tax break for it because it's for hero trading. Eh, capitalism. Oh, Yay. God. <laughs> Horikoshi, we need everyone's tax returns. Tax returns. <laughs> so yeah i also gave him a five out of ten love the bookshelves those glasses though were excessive too many too many (laughs) and and so glasses are pretty cheap in japan they have like entire glasses stores where you just walk in pick up a pair of glasses and leave hell yeah like the equivalent of maybe 20 bucks 
Oh my god. Imagine. Must, must right? be nice. Um also I don't think Ida has to worry about money since his family <laughs> is a very well known hero. So he can afford all those glasses and probably more if he really wanted to. That's and she probably true. will. It's fine. They probably had to liquidate a lot of the Ingenium agency. So they have a lot of cash right now. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's true. You're welcome for the pain. Anyway, moving along to Mr. Denki Kaminari. Yeah, I gave him a three out of 10. There's just there's too much going on. It's incohesive. It hurt my brain. Um, But I do love all of the hats displayed for everyone to see. I thought those were very cute and I wish he would wear them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Five out of ten. Uh, I just thought it was meh, but it was definitely an ADHD room because mm-hmm. you got to You have to see everything you have, or you forget you have it. That's just that's the rule. true. That's true. Uh, but also, again, he never wears any of his hats. I need to see him wear his hats. Um, he does. He did get a few extra points in there because, like, the multiple animal prints. It was definitely a vibe. It was like an ADHD vibe. It was a non-beanie vibe. I don't know what vibe it was, but it was a vibe, and he was brave enough to lean into it. So that's true. That's true. I guess I'll give him one more point. Yeah, I also gave him a four out of ten. Uh, too many colors, but yeah, definitely <laughs> agree that it is in the ADHDers room if I've ever seen one. Mm-hmm. All right. And then moving along again to the exact opposite of Tanky, <laughs> we have Coda. I gave this a six out of 10. It's very simple, but it's cute. Everything kind of tied together pretty well. Also, the little grate that he has over his rabbit's litter tray is an amazing idea because then the rabbit doesn't track litter. My cats would be too dumb to figure out how to use that anyway yeah unfortunately lucifer would be too (laughs) (laughs) they would get so confused they'd be like where's my toilet Mm -hmm. they'd be like why can't i stand on this (laughs) why does the floor have holes (laughs) where am i anyway (laughs) i gave coda a five out of ten because he's boring (laughs) again (laughs) but i did give him extra rabbit points um also I'd never noticed this before, but the girls were wearing Ida's glasses. Oh, my God. (laughs) It was so cute. And also, Shoto is just there. Like, he just showed up and he's like, why am I? Oh, sweet boy. But yeah, I gave him a six out of ten because I like that it's simple and it works. It's functional and the bunny definitely adds to the whole thing. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. It's kind of a vibe. Yeah. Yes. Um. And I guess we have to talk about Katsuki's room, even though we don't see it. <laughs> yeah, Katsuki got Katsuki got skipped because he was already asleep. Um, and then that sent me into this whole spiral where I was like, okay, what time is it? Because I thought Katsuki was just being like either a fucking grandpa by going to bed early, or he had just had enough of everyone's bullshit and he wanted to be alone. Uh, which, fair. Yes. And then a lot of the other kids started commenting about how sleepy they were, too. And, like, I originally assumed that it was, like, 8 or 9 p.m., but maybe it's, like, midnight or something? I don't know. Um, But he is a grandpa, so That's whatever true. time it is, that doesn't change. Uh, I, gave him, <laughs> I gave him a 0 out of 10 purely because he has, like, the, the weird, like, black and white or gray sheet set. Like, I don't like it. Um, it has bad vibes. He's <laughs> he's a boring, average, bad vibes grandpa. Like, <laughs> sir, 
Um, also, when we get to Kirishima's room, he has a clock, and the clock says it's only like seven forty-five or eight forty-five. They are all just elderly, and I love oh it. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so cute. I guess we'll give them a pass this time since they've been moving all day. But they're yeah, also that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, here's their energy. They are sixteen years old, <laughs> right? <laughs> I just said Pomeranian said fuck y'all. A bitch is tired. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, mm-hmm. agree. So true, bestie. Yep. All right. Uh, next, we're going to talk about the manliest man, Kirishima. 10 out of 10. I'm taking no, <laughs> no. questions or criticism. <laughs> the muscle clock is amazing. I need one so goddamn bad. And like the whole thing is just so fucking ridiculous that I can't help but like it. Just my son is so weird. And I love him. Yes, I'm biased. I don't care. Yeah, mm, no, hard, hard disagree. I gave him a <laughs> one out of ten purely because it has like safe vibes. Like I felt safe in there, but it was terrible. Terrible taste. What is happening? <laughs> but it was so terrible that it was amazing. No, <laughs> disagree. <laughs> Also, also, the school has a gym, probably multiple gyms. So why are you taking up valuable square footage with your own punching bag? Kirishima. Okay, but public gyms really, really suck. But he, he's been in public before. With it, it, No sense was made. I don't agree. Kiri, <laughs> go back to school. Um, there were, however, some nice Kiri Ura Jimbro vibes, yes. like Fern's headcanon. Yes, this was the moment that like set off my headcanon that they are just absolute best friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely, definitely. And then he got dragged by Hagakure, and I agreed fully with everything she said. Nope, she's wrong. She, she said, I think she said, if my boyfriend had a room like this, I'd dump him. And <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's such a Hagakure yeah. thing to say, though. I love her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I gave him a 5 out of 10, because it's definitely what I expected of him. Definitely manly vibes. I approve of the punching bag, because sometimes you just gotta let out steam in the comfort of your own place. Just make sure the ceiling doesn't fall, though. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. I, I still disagree. Anyway. <laughs> Next, we're gonna move along to Shoji. Give him a 4 out of 10. I respect that he prefers traditional Japanese furniture like Shoto does, but he definitely doesn't have Shoto's budget. He probably doesn't even have a hundredth of his budget. So I was like, eh, I'll throw him a bone. Yeah, I gave him a 1 out of 10 because there will be no <laughs> bones thrown here. Um, <laughs> he gets one point purely for being Shoji and he's the best boy. Um, but also like negative everything else because in the dub, uh, basically they're, they're just saying that he's a minimalist and he himself says like, I don't understand why people have so much stuff and he is now my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> um. And also, I did not put it together that you were referring to Japanese furniture just because it was Japanese furniture. I thought they were talking about how it was Japanese vibes in the sub. Oh, yeah, no. It's It's just, yeah. Yeah. So I also gave him a 1 out of 10. The bed is a Japanese bedroll, and the desk is also a Japanese desk. He could have at least added a picture on the wall, though. Or something. That's for later. He'll get to it. (sighs) 
Me, <laughs> minimalist, no, sir. Let let your stuff hang out in your room. Anyway, moving along to Sarah. <laughs> yes, infinity times infinity out of 10. Just absolutely impeccable use of contrasting patterns tied together with cohesive colors and textures. The, pa- the, bleh, the palette is soothing, so you're not overwhelmed by all the variety. It's highly original. Also, I want a bedroom hammock. You could get one. You could, you just go get a hammock, hon. There's no possible way it would fit into my bedroom. You've seen it. Yes, but what you do is you get the hammock and then you get some like those lifts or those risers and you make a bunk bed with your moss bed on the bottom and the hammock on top. We got it. We can do it. Anyway. <laughs> that sounds difficult to get into. <laughs> yes, but it's also a hammock, which is inherently difficult to get into. Anyway. Back to the room. <laughs> I did <laughs> I did have to agree with everything Fern said. I thought it was way too much red, but it's Sarah's room and he was going for it. So I have to give him all his points for that. Um, there, it is very chill in there. It's also very um, smoker vibes mm-hmm. in there, uh-huh. which I love. Um, yes, King. But like classy smoker. Like he went yes. for a nice brick red, like earth tones, terracotta. I love it. Sure, you have a lot more opinions on color than I do. So I have so go. many opinions <laughs> on color and room design. You have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get a bit of hate. His room is impeccable. I love the hammock. I just think he could have used at least one less pattern, mm-hmm. maybe for mm-hmm. the sheets. He could have made them a solid color, and it would have been perfect for me. So maybe like infinity minus one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I get it. I got you. I'm with you. Incorrect, but it's fine. (laughs) I was literally about to say, Fern is not, but it's fine. (laughs) I'm going to defend that room to my death. Okay, you you take that hill, darling. (laughs) Anyway, moving along to Sarah's boyfriend, Shoto. So I give this an 8 out of 10, mostly for the effort and how nice it looks, like he did a very good job. But I did knock off a few points because I feel like he didn't actually choose anything in there. Like there isn't any like original design element, like nothing that he chose for himself. He just like copied what he has at home. And one day we will get him to branch out because he is not very good at choosing things with any sort of personality whatsoever. (laughs) Untrue. But he'll get there. Like, remember, at one point, he had a bag with a little kitty pin on it. There's there's something going on there. I can see it. It's brewing, but it hasn't it hasn't blossomed yet. Like his costume choices, boring as shit. His clothing choices, boring as shit. I'm sure it's because of how he was raised and it's all Endeavor's fault. And we will get him there one day. I know there's a Whimsigoth in there. Yes, yes, definitely. Poor five weenies. Anyway. Poor baby. I gave him a 10 out of 10 because <laughs> it, it was hard work. Yes, yes, and, it was. And he just wanted to nest somewhere that was comfortable and familiar. I get it. My room has been set up the same way for like across four different housing arrangements. Like, Oof, I get it. Couldn't be me. Also... <laughs> As they were going to Shoto's room, like Mina and Hagakure were like so excited to see Hot Boy Shoto's room. And but Momo specifically, she was like, she did not call him handsome. She called him competent. And I want to shove that into the straight <laughs> shippers' faces. Happy Pride. Momo Unfortunately, was calling someone competent coming from Momo is probably the exact same thing as gushing about how hot they are. 
I don't bring that energy in here. She is a lesbian. <laughs> That's true. She is. She is. Huh. So I gave him a 10 out of 10. My boy can do no wrong. Also, I am sure he used as much of Endeavor's money as he could to make that room cozy. So let's make it 11 out of 10. Yes. True. Good point. Okay, I'm giving him a 9 out of 10 instead. <laughs> Extra points for thievery. Mm-hmm. Thievery right. and spite. Yes. Yes. All right. Next is Sato. Yeah, gave it a 4 out of 10. It's just kind of boring. I really like that convection oven, though. I kind of want one in my own room. Sure, but I gave him a 3 out of 10 because he's boring and you have a kitchen downstairs. Yeah, but what if it's crowded or like someone else is using it? It's just more convenient. I guess. (laughs) I don't don't cook or bake, so the urge for all that, it just isn't there. But like you have a kitchen downstairs. (laughs) So yeah, I gave him a 4 out of 10. Definitely agree it's kind of boring, but he does have it organized pretty well and it feels homey. That's true. It's boring. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. also, I mean, if he's baking all the time, it's going to smell like dessert. Oh, my God. You're That's right. True. It probably smells fucking incredible 24-7 up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, moving along to the gals, uh, we're going to start with Jiro. Yeah, gave her a 7 out of 10. It's too busy for me, but, like, I can still see, like, her personal design influence in some of the elements um even though the instruments take up most of the space and i do like i have an appreciation for that classic emo style because it's just it feels like such a throwback to me so sure sure you put so much thought into this and my (laughs) my only my only thought was six out of ten it hurts my eyes but it is very zero yeah it really is yeah i also gave it a six out of ten definitely loud to the eyes uh but very zero could have used maybe one less, a little less of the checkered print. Mm-hmm. Just a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that one. <laughs> I just skimmed ahead. We all gave Hagakure the same score. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he- Yeah, Hagakure, w- what's going on with her weird little room? <laughs> yeah, I gave it a 5 out of 10. Mostly because I can't tell if I'm obsessed with this because I love pink. I love cute things. But this is skewing a little too childish for me. Um, So I'm averaging my reactions to the middle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also gave it 5 out of 10 uh, because it's giving Lolita vibes. And I'm just personally not about that style. I just don't prefer it. But also, you do you, Hagakure. And she leaned into it. So that's mm-hmm. why it's not like a bad score. It's just mm-hmm. I don't, Yeah, 5 out of 10. So it's definitely very girly vibes. I do like the big stuffed animal, though. It looks like it would be a great cuddle buddy. Yes. Mm, correct. All right. And then we have Mina. And I also gave her a 5 out of 10. I love her flair. I could see what she was aiming for. But, like, the colors and patterns just aren't... That There's something missing. Like, she hasn't quite tied everything together well. And it was kind of hurting my brain. But I think... If she and Saro collabed, like he could really help her out and then her room would be incredible. I love that Saro is now just an interior designer for you. Oh, in my head, he absolutely is. <laughs> <laughs> I I gave Mina a three out of ten because the palette hurts my eyes. Like I it was hard to look at. It's a strong palette. Yeah. I gave her a one out of ten. <laughs> Too many patterns. It overwhelms my poor little brain. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, makes sense. All right. And then we have Ochako. 
Yeah, I wanted to give her a 10 out of 10, but I couldn't make a joke about it. So <laughs> instead, I gave her a 4 out of 10. Um, she's, you know, another low budget baby. I fully commiserate. My childhood bedroom was also supremely boring because decorations were just not in the budget. So mm -hmm. she gets sympathy points. Mm -hmm. I, I gave her a 3 out of 10 again because she's boring. Um, also, her fan is in the center of the room and it should not be there because the cord is just out and it could trip everyone who walks in. Ma'am, get it together. Well, now no one will want to go into her room and isn't that like the perfect thing? Sure, but also like just because <laughs> your quirk makes it so that you never fall on your face, you should not force that upon everyone else. Get Oh, get, that's get, really get, funny. Get a cord tape thing. Ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also gave her a 3 out of 10. Yeah, pretty boring. Agreed with the fan. It is a tripping hazard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's yeah. not OSHA certified. It's really not. <laughs> Get it together, Otako. She should know that, too. Right? <laughs> All right. And then next, we, we technically have Sue, even though we don't. We get we get nothing of her room. We get even less than we got of Bakugos. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she got skipped because she, quote unquote, wasn't feeling well. AKA having an emotional crisis and prepping herself for a hard conversation. I fully sympathize. And again, good on Ochako for helping out a friend. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, sure. Uh, and finally, we have Momo. <laughs> yeah, two out of 10. Like, it's a nice bed, but her room is just, it's just bed. <laughs> it's just a bed. Um, I gave her a two out of 10, um, mainly because the bed looked comfy. Um, mm -hmm, exactly. Also, also, eat the rich. <laughs> also, Momo, like, definitely has the resources to have confirmed the room dimensions before she moved all her stuff over there. Like, get it together, Momo. Are you even rich? What is happening? Yeah, she had to have gone into the room, saw all the furniture that was already there, and then removed it. Yeah. <laughs> to put her bed in there, yeah. knowing it wasn't going to fit. Oh, <laughs> failure. Momo. Yeah, I gave her a 2 out of 10, too, for comfy bed. But, like, her room is all bad. It's mm -hmm. all bad. All bad, all the time. Terrible. All right. Well, then we have um, our choices for the winners, mm -hmm. even though I personally think nobody won, but uh, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, I am voting for Saro. I think he clearly has a second interior design quirk, and I think his showed the most, like, curation and like conscious choices and he put a lot of effort into it and he just has an amazing eye so yeah he's the clear winner for me sure but also tokoyami is the winner because goth and darkness <laughs> and the perfect room that perfectly like captures his personality without being painful to the eyes yeah i'm also on tokoyami because my goth boy has a fucking sword and if your listeners if any of you you know me i love a fucking sword mm -hmm. <laughs> he is a very very close second for me mm -hmm. uh-huh uh-huh okay well that was fun um a little anticlimactic because nobody's room was absolutely stupendous but again they are children disagree i thought sarah's room was incredible we will have to disagree forever. It's fine. Yes, disagree forever we're gonna we're gonna move along now oh i hope listeners enjoyed that Anyway, moving along to like the only emotional part of the episode, which is Sue's clearing the air moment. 
I really liked this moment. Like, even though I disagree with her opinion, like hard disagree. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still really proud of her for realizing that her hurt and anger were going to cause problems in the dorms and like dealing with it effectively as soon as she felt able to do so. And then, like, even though I don't necessarily think that the Bakugo bodyguard boy band did the wrong thing, um, it's still a complicated situation. Feelings still got hurt. People felt like they weren't listened to. So, you know, I'm glad they apologized anyway because it validated Sue's feelings. So then she could process them and move on. And my babies were just being super emotionally mature and reinforcing healthy relationship dynamics. Good job, babies. I'm just, ugh, I'm so proud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Uh, basically, I felt like Sue's autistic sense of justice just got in the way of everything that was context. Like, <laughs> you can't, you, there's no such thing as rules when somebody's been abducted, honey. It just it's go save them. Yeah. Um, and like, there were no shades of gray for her. So, like, hopefully she will learn what those are oh i'm Um, sure she has by now (laughs) (laughs) but but yes everyone was communicating their emotions very effectively it was very good it was very mature and i'm not jealous at all (laughs) oh i think you do great i do not (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was so sweet and mature and it just goes to show how much a little communication can help Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they did so good also, my sweet boy Kiri is a sympathy crier. I just, uh, I love him so much. I love all of them. This was a, really a Kiri episode for you. It really was. It was I'm, Kirishima and Ochako time. Like, and, and I'm so happy for you. Uh, <laughs> because I'm pretty sure like the next episode is the one that hurts me or like we're getting close to it. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's going to get emotional. So I hope everyone enjoys this lighthearted episode. <laughs> yes. I right. don't know what the next episode is, and I'm going to keep it that way because my brain is just like... I am jealous of your bliss. <laughs> yeah, I can't <laughs> quite remember which one is coming up next, but an emotional one is coming up. It's coming. Uh, yeah, no, my brain just shuts down. It's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no. Yep. <laughs> All right. So moving along to manga differences for chapter 97... Uh, the scene that was mentioned in the last episode as having been not there is indeed included here. Thank goodness. So it's not a difference. We just actually got the content that was there. Also, the, those bitches on the street, they were rude. They need, mm-hmm. they need to... No. Naughty. Bad. I, I hope karma got them. No, not karma. Um, whatever it is that is not karma, but like right after. Because karma... Yes, that. <laughs> because because you're talking karma, about the people that were like making fun of Toshi's small form, right? Yes, they were being yeah, very they rude. were gross. Yes, and it's fuck it them bitches, fuck them bitches, and it can't be karma because karma happens in the next life. Yeah, I, I, it's yes. homophobic. Yes, it's homophobic. Yes, it's yes, pride, it is. motherfuckers. <laughs> Taste the rainbow. <laughs> okay, for chapter ninety-eight, they they cut. Uh, the tearful goodbye between Inko and Izuku, and that was fucking rude. Right? <laughs> Let them be criers. I love them so much. Fucking homophobic, again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we do also find out that it is mid-August, so that's good for anyone keeping a calendar, because <laughs> nope. I, I need it, but it's fine. Um, at some point, it is mentioned by Aizawa that the bathrooms are split up by gender, 
therefore implying that there are multiple genders, not just two, uh, because Aizawa is a queer icon. Have you yeah, cried? That's an interesting point, especially with all mm-hmm. the people who are like um, heteromorphic. Like mm-hmm. there's probably infinity genders in this yep. Yep. universe. Yes. Uh, also, we do see more of Tokoyami's room in the manga, and he just full-on has multiple hooded cloaks hung on the walls and king shit. I yes, him so As he much. should. All right. I really want a good cloak. Yes, I do too. But I feel like I'm too short, and they would all get very dirty on the bottom hems. Oh, we can just, uh, let's uh, trim them. Yeah. You you severely overestimate <laughs> what I am capable of doing. Look, look, BB, if you ever get one, I will hem it for you. Thank I will you. introduce you to a magical contraption called hemming tape. All you need is I've tried. No, I've tried hemming tape. It doesn't work when you're my level of shortness. It just yeah, doesn't. I have done full on alterations for people like I yes. got you, BB. All right. Awesome. All right. Anyway, moving along to chapter 99. Um, it's not so much a difference as just one of the sketches that Horikoshi included. We got a sketch of Ochako wearing a skull helmet oh, to man. open the chapter. I forgot about for that some sketch. Reason. It's so dope. It is. It's amazing. I don't I there was no context for it, but thank you. <laughs> All right. So we have Easter eggs. Um, just a couple. And um, in fact, Ida does indeed break many of his glasses. So I guess it's a good thing he has that many. He breaks so many. So many. Um, Also, for Shoji, his room is sparse because he's poor and his background hurts me and I hate everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. We are just going to move right along to the big spoiler section. So listeners, if you want to preserve the whatever is going to be animated basically this is manga spoilers from here on out we we've never actually clarified what these big spoilers are anyway bye for now um how should i say it it's like the manga that is post season six now yeah basically anything that hasn't been animated yet although we do we've started getting better about avoiding like and animated spoilers too yeah yeah the, at least like the big plot ones like mm-hmm. what happens at the opening of season five i won't yeah. say it but it's large i still <laughs> need to watch the rest of season six ma'am yes yes you do look i've been busy okay I've listen ooh, we can do that when you come up oh <gasps> yes Ooh, yes yes, yes. i will <laughs> be i will be stuck in this horrible state this weekend. No. It's fine. Anyway, moving along to the big spoiler section. Um, Fern assumed that there will be traitor stuff to discuss. Yeah, nope. Thought there would be something. There was not. I don't think there was one. And if there was, listeners tell us somehow. Email us, in fact. We would Just love it. cheese. <laughs> Just cheese. Just cheese. <laughs> Um, also, I it's not a big spoiler. It's a headcanon. It's fine. Um, I realized that, like, Aoyama, he has a bunch of mirrors because he does like to look at himself because he's Aoyama. Um, but it's also to make sure that no one's behind him ready to stab him in the back for disobeying orders because, again, big spoiler, he's the traitor. Um, and that hurt me deeply. Also, they're there, um, like, like, making sure that like nobody's like listening in or eavesdropping when he is forced to make these debrief calls hmm. like he's watching his own back and it's sad and he's scared and he's an angsty boy oh poor baby 
like even even at this point afo is in jail now so technically he should think he was free but i guess the angst just is still gonna be there obviously because he was coerced and he's traumatized and he's my baby and i hate his parents we'll get to it (laughs) (laughs) anyway moving along to the final big spoiler thing that's much funnier um yes we have to talk about Bynetta um (laughs) yes because because he made another appearance before his grand gesture to Izuka in season six um he in fact did the snooping that he mentioned through Shoji's room and remember Shoji is his first gay awakening because he was like the octopus and he thought he was hot Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the property like He's rifling through Shoji stuff like he said he was going to do for the girls' rooms by Netta Cannon. It was all in front of us right there. For How Koshi. did we ever miss it? I hate everything. <laughs> Happy Pride. <laughs> no, that is, is homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> it's biphobic. It's fine. Oh, God. Okay. All right. Now, uh, final comments. I feel like I've been talking forever. You're fine, babe. Um, I don't have much. This was just, it was so nice after how fucking heavy the last episode was. Uh, sure. Um, I don't even remember the last episode. <laughs> Literally, I, as I was doing these notes, I did not remember what the last episode was. So I guess unmasking fatigue is useful sometimes. Um, but also it was nice to get this levity before the emotional turmoil that is coming in either next episode or some episodes hence mm-hmm. um, yeah. the last episode definitely had us all yelling into the universe mm-hmm. so, sure yeah it was nice to see the kids actually enjoying themselves for once, yeah, for once. <laughs> getting to be children instead of child soldiers yay oh god <laughs> <laughs> we had to end it on an angsty note <laughs> obviously it's who we are oh happy pride all right (laughs) this has been my hero analysis you'll hear us again soon and in the meantime go beyond plus ultra thirst responsibly be gay and do crimes bye y'all thanks again for listening theme music is the happy cowboy by gary the canary remixed by fern if you'd like to submit questions fan art or bonus episode topics visit our website at myheroanalysis.com We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Tumblr, and YouTube under at My Hero Analysis. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Bye, (laughs) y'all.